know, I was looking at the numbers last week. The numbers are just astounding. Home prices in North Texas up 25% year over year. Happily, it was, you know, we were beat in Phoenix and some other areas. But that's, a, that's astounding. And then you look around, they've got labor shortages and construction costs keep going up. And there's supply chain issues. You know it's going to be harder and harder to, to meet new demand. But uh, the houses keep going up and they keep selling. And this has got to be good news to, for Chris Kelly. He's president and CEO of the Ebby Halliday Companies and joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. David, thanks for having me as always. Appreciate it. Of course, you guys, I mean, it's not just selling houses anymore. You guys are the mortgage business, and the title business, and, and really the whole chain of business. Are you seeing any slowdown anywhere in there? At, at some point, you'd think there'd be some pushback of, People say, I think I'll just stay in my two-bedroom, one-bath home with a ribbon drive. Well, we're certainly seeing seasonality. So if you look at this month versus the prior month, the prior month versus the prior month, you are starting to see some seasonality return. We really didn't see a lot of that last year and even going into the start of this year. So a little bit of normalcy has returned. But historically speaking, you are correct. The average sales price continues to go up pretty dramatically. Now, the forecast for the coming year is for that to be a little bit more normalized, but that is kind of a national perspective. And as you know about everything being local, uh, when we look at the local North Texas market, um, I do think there's still a, a very good likelihood that we're going to see some pretty healthy average sales price gains, even in going into 2022. Well, and we get, you know, we benefit by in-migration. I know you have a relocation service that usually is sort of on the, the, the leading edge of that. But as far as individuals just saying, you know, we've we've outgrown this house, we're going to need an extra bedroom, um, they're really going to have to pay up. I mean, they may get a lot for the house that they're selling, but they got to pay through the nose to buy. So what do you do? You get squeezed. Yeah, and there's a little bit of math going on here, too. So if I'm going to come off well enough on the sale of my house it still makes sense to go for that if I'm going for an upsale, if I'm going to a larger home, the math still plays out, especially with interest rates. And that's the key with the affordability of a mortgage right now, even with what I'm paying extra more for that next house, what I'm making on my current house, the math still shakes out in that person's favor that's thinking about doing it at this time. What they have to be patient about is obviously the process of identifying that next house. It's not just as easy as putting a sign in my yard and then going out and finding the house of my dreams next and then putting a contract on that. There is a process to be played there because of the demand, especially what we're seeing here. Yeah, especially, I mean, you could sell your house, but the, but the fact is, what, you know, what level of the queue are you going to be in to, to, to buy the new house? To that end, I've seen more leasing of homes, renting of homes, than ever before. There used to be sort of a one-off. You'd buy a new house, and say, well, I think I'll hang on to it and, you know, and lease it out. But it's institutionalized now. I know you guys are in this business. Invitation Homes here is a is a giant in this business. And the home builders are getting into it. D.R. Horton selling, building, and then selling thousands of homes at a time. That seems to be a growing trend. Well, it, yes. And I think part of it, it, it plays very nicely into our marketplace. And you identified we are in that space as well with leasing and property management, because you do have folks that move here. And yes, there are going to be buyers at some point. It's not just all frustrated buyers that then decide to lease 
or rent a home, you also have folks moving here. And this is a, we, we live in a pretty big swath of land here in Texas. And I may not know where I want to firmly plant my roots as I move here from California or Chicago or elsewhere. And so that, that leasing process does give you a, an opportunity to kind of, you know, the, the test drive before I buy opportunity as well. And so it is an attractive option for a lot of the folks that are coming to our state. You know, I, I noticed something on your website, I guess I hadn't seen before, but you list the number of, you have the number of listings you have in different counties, and it's more counties than I've ever seen on your website before. I mean, you're really branching out, it looks like. Yeah, we, we have always viewed our growth strategy to be we will grow where our consumers need us to grow to. And so we kind of joke with our agents frequently is gas up your car, charge up your EV. Um, we are going to be driving further out with our clients, especially for those first-time home buyers. If you're a first-time home buyer in that typical first-time home buyer price point, you are having to go migrate out further outside of the core parts of our city in order to find that affordability factor. And so we have grown as the consumer base has grown. We don't have a, a mountain range or shoreline that is constricting our growth. And so we have continued to plant our flags north, south, east, and west. I never thought of mountains and shorelines is constrictions i would kill for that if we if we had it so are we you you talk to your colleagues i mean you're part of you know the big sort of berkshire hathaway home now and 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 you you haven't lived here all that long so i know you still have a lot of friends in in kansas city and other places are we an anomaly is this is this a phenomenon throughout the lower 48 this sort of demand I wouldn't say we're an anomaly, but we are definitely on the extreme end of it. And so we have had more people move to our marketplace over the last decade than any other market in the entire country. Just in the last 18 months, we've had 120,000 people move to the North Texas region. That is number one in the entire country. So there are lots of other markets that are experiencing growth, but none of them are experiencing the growth at the pace that we are seeing. So that, so we do stand out on that. We're not the only market growing, but when it, if you rank them all out, we are absolutely growing by far the fastest. And I think the prediction is we're the number, we're the number four largest market right now in the U S um, by the next decade, we will be number three. We will surpass Chicago. So tell me how your business has changed, if at all, over the last five, six, 10 years. Um, you know, we, we, people get routinely e-signed documents. It looks like there's more and more online shopping, but are you opening as many branches as you used to? Yeah. Yeah. We have more offices now than we did, let's say 10 years ago. Um, we've opened two new additional offices just during what we would call the COVID era again, because we saw that demand out there. We acquired another brokerage in the Cedar Creek Lake area. We opened an office in Forney. We moved our Williams true office in Parker County, even further West because that's where the demand was. We opened an office down in Richland Chambers Lake as well. And so uh, really what we've seen, how the transaction has changed is we hope it's become simpler for the client. You, you mentioned e-signature as this being one component of it, but the fact that we can handle the whole transaction in-house, we think is another simplification process we've brought to the consumer. There's a lot of noise out there that, you know, the real estate transaction is so hard and complicated. Um, it certainly can be stressful because it's a huge decision for most of us. Um, but we hope that we're continuing to add uh, processes that make it simpler and a little less stressful every time we do it. So how are you planning for 2022 right now? Are you assuming continued growth, you know, double digits, or do you see it cooling off any? Yeah. I mean, you hear the word cooling off quite a bit. And what they'll do is they'll show you like just the you know, one part of the chart 
and they won't show you the last decade. And so I do think 2022 will be a little lower than what 2021 was from a sales perspective, even here in North Texas. But if you look back three years, five years, 10 years, you will see that it is a very healthy real estate market outpacing even what we saw in, you know, from 2010 to 2015, when we were coming out of the recession. And so it's going to be a very, very healthy market here, again, because of the job growth and the population growth. When you have those two things happening in any city, you are going to experience a very healthy real estate market at the same time. Looking back on, on COVID, which I think we now have the luxury of doing, there are a lot of people who weren't working. We were worried about, there was a lot of forbearance going on, going on. A lot of people couldn't, couldn't make mortgage payments. Did homes, did new homes show back up on the market because of that? Yeah. So what we saw, there was a little bit of fear factor in that, which was, you know, because people were going into forbearance, were we going to see kind of a, a rash of foreclosures hitting the market at some right. point? And what we found was that the reason it's such a different dynamic, the last stats that I saw was only about 3.2% of all homes right now are in some type of forbearance. And even of that 3%, there's only a small percentage where the people literally have just stopped paying. Most of them are working out some type of arrangement with their, with their lender. And what really the big difference between now and let's say 2008, 2009 is, is that I actually have equity in my home. So if I have lost my job because of COVID and I can no longer afford it, what I'm likely going to do is sell my house, pay off my mortgage, and probably still make some money in the process uh, when I sell that home because we're not upside down. We are not in that same environment where I owe more than what my house is worth. We're in a very different environment. So you're just really not seeing hardly any foreclosure starts uh, tick up at all in our marketplace. Boy, the low interest rates have really kept this thing going too for a long yes. time. And it looks like that's winding down. We don't know how quickly they escalate. But that is probably going to be a 22 uh, phenomenon is we're going to see higher interest rates. Yeah, I mean, Jay Powell pretty much hinted at that in his most recent testimony when he was renominated as the Fed chair. Um, but when we say things may tick up, uh, the prediction, at least the latest forecast I've seen from the National Association of Realtors, is that you're still going to see rates in the threes. Um, you could see different wow. products and based on credit history, you could be up a little higher than that. But the average mortgage still being in that 3% range, which, as you know, historically, is still extremely, extremely low. I don't see them doing anything, barring something else that we can't foresee, which is a scary thing to say these days, uh, that uh, they would do anything dramatic to alter interest rates to push them up even higher. Yeah, this from a time when I, I remember we had to beg the legislature to eliminate the usury ceiling so that we would have the luxury of paying more than 10% on a mortgage. <laughs> Those were not the good old days. Chris Keller right. is president, CEO of Ebby Ebby Holiday Companies. It's always good to have you with us. Thank you very much sir, for the time. Thanks. Thanks for having me, David. Love it. Every Thanks. every time. Appreciate it. Thanks for Barbara Conversation. Go to KRLD.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.